0: Yes, and we're back. What's going on? It is Nick, and welcome to episode number 15, another episode of WTF Worst Food presented by the hala Guys. And we are live on location right now at the Citadel, which is Miami's newest food hall. And I'll explain why I'm here in just a little bit. But for the moment, you can follow me, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. And, of course, the website, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. If you prefer to listen to this episode of WTF Words Food or any of your favorite podcasts, you can listen on your favorite podcast app. That could be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, it's there for you. Also, you can listen to full episodes of WTF Words Food on the website as well because it's easy. Just go to the website, click on the episode you want to hear, and just press play. It's as simple as that. Like I said earlier, this is episode number 15, season 2 of WTF Where's Food, and we are live at the Citadel Miami. Uh, The Citadel is Miami's newest food hall. If you haven't been, you need to check it out because it's amazing, and we're here for a good reason. Chef Richard Hales has invited me to the Citadel because he has an awesome restaurant here, the Sakai Kitchen Pop-Up, which Sakai Kitchen is the OG Miami restaurant. Um, he's doing a pop-up here and he invited me over to the Citadel to talk to catch up. You probably heard of him from Sakai Kitchen, Black Brick Chinese, Bird and Bone. He's been on drivers dine-ins and drives. Um, you gotta check him out. Like he's doing some crazy Good food in Miami. He's killing the game. He is the OG. He's invited me here to the Citadel to talk about the Sakai Kitchen pop-up. Plus, you know, he's had some health issues. He had to have surgery, but he's doing much better. So we're going to talk about that. His latest restaurant, on the Sky Kitchen pop-up right here at the Citadel. We'll talk about his health. Um, what else he has up his sleep? Because, you know, this man does not stop. This this man is a workhorse, and he reps Miami to the fullest. So I'm excited to jump on a conversation with them in just one second. And of course, you know, we cannot forget the food news, we're gonna do the food news. So let's kick it off right now. Walking over Chef Richard Hales. And like I said, we are live at the Citadel, Miami, on a quiet afternoon. Yeah, it's, or, quiet. it's quiet. But we're here. Um, we're gonna catch up with you. Lots of things have changed since we last talked. That's right. Lots of things. And Sakai Kitchen pop-up right here at the Citadel. Yeah. which is amazing. It's amazing. Is this like the first Sakai Kitchen pop-up? Yeah, it's the first Sakai Kitchen
1: pop-up. I mean, we opened before pop-ups were a thing, so okay. um, I decided we're opening Society Barbecue here in the space in the Citadel, okay. and we were working on that probably starting in the beginning of 2018. Then I had a bunch of health problems, so I needed to sort of figure out a way that I could use the space without launching something new. Okay. So, so I thought, you know... We're in our 10th year of operation of Sakai Kitchen, which, you know, we're very happy yeah. and proud about. Crushing it. Yeah, we're crushing They're that.
0: Miami OG.
1: Miami OG, Midtown OG, <laughs> Wynwood OG. That's all right. All of the of it, All yeah. of the above. So I decided to do a pop-up because I felt like no matter what was happening with me, my guys, my crew could do it. And then I decided to revamp the whole menu in the middle of it. So it was like opening a new, a new restaurant. restaurant. Anyways. <laughs> Dude, but, um, you you are insane. By the way, <laughs> I know.
0: Like speaking of all the health scares, you're doing better now, right? You're yeah, yeah,
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm still dealing with some of the after shocks of getting your skull sawed open. <laughs> okay, but uh, my eyesight and you know things just happen. I forget words. I forget uh, you know what I'm thinking about or what I'm talking about. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm a lucky guy. I and mean, I'm I'm lucky. I had the thyroid cancer taken out of my throat in September and then a brain tumor taken out in January. And I'm lucky to be standing here because, you know, other people with the same problem or even one of those are not so lucky. So I'm a blessed guy.
0: And what's crazy about you is that after all this, you're still here and you had the surgery what, in January? In January, Where yeah. in March has been like a month, month and a half. Yeah. And you were chugging along like nothing even happened.
1: Yeah, and I was here uh, about three weeks after the surgery and the pop-up, like the uh, block party that we had Uh in the Citadel. That was rough, but, you know, I felt great, and I'll be honest with you, I, you know, I I do it because it's what makes me happy. I could sit around and lay around in bed and commiserate and say I'm in pain or, you know, feel sorry for myself, or I could just put on my chef jacket and do what I love, which is cooking and and opening restaurants. I mean, it's always very exciting. And so I didn't want to miss out on that. I didn't want to I didn't want to let whatever was happening to me dominate my life, you know, this dominates my life. This mm-hmm. is what makes me happy, you know, seeing people, feeding them, opening these restaurants. So I stuck with that. So
0: while you were getting some rest, you know, like recovering, was your mind already thinking like what are you going to do next? Oh,
1: from second one, I'm telling you, I got out of the operating room. I asked Jenny for my phone. <laughs> I checked some emails. I text my manager. Same
0: day, out of surgery. No,
1: same second, I'm telling you, they wheeled me into the. Did you even say hi to your wife when you got out before? Yeah, I, I, I fucked with her too because I said, uh, "Who are you?" And she's like, "No, stop, stop." No, no, seriously, I, I'm sorry, but I don't. Who are you? <laughs> And she started to freak out, and then I let her off the hook. On that. <laughs> you would
0: do something yeah. like that.
1: And then I grabbed my phone. I checked. I had uh, planted some emails in my phone that I had sent out. That I knew when I got out of the surgery, I wanted to see those same emails and remember that I had sent them. These two emails, and um, I did. So I was very happy about that. Then I texted my manager and said, "I'm alive. Get back to work." <laughs> <laughs> what was their
0: reaction to that?
1: Just LOL, bunch of <laughs> bunch of LOLs. LOL, like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Damn it, we were at the beach. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I started right from then. I mean, of course, you can work from your phone. I was answering emails. And then the first week was very good. The second week was really bad. I mean, it just, really, I couldn't barely walk. Um, it got really rough on the headaches and the pressure in my head. It ended up, so much pressure, it damaged my eyesight. Wow. Um, second and third week were really bad and then towards the end of the third week i felt like i had got over a little bit of a hump Mm -hmm. and that's when i started coming out to the restaurants again and then you know i would even here where we're sitting i would like come walk to the car have to sit here and like be in a daze for a a few minutes and have to catch up like okay what's going on uh, what's happening Um, i felt like i would pass out uh, many times um, just very lightheaded and and then once that sort of subside, then I could be more active. But it ended up turning out, I got messages from all over uh, the world. I mean, all over the country for sure. And especially all over Miami where people were praying for me. Um, I mean, I was really blessed. I mean, the community put me like in this
0: cocoon. I felt like that. Just and it's surprised. crazy because when all this went down, you don't even share. No one would even know that you were sick, right, right? Or you, you know, you had an illness, or you were even going to surgery. It's like maybe like the week before is when the news started breaking out, right? Did you feel like your chef? Did your chefs even know you're you're mad? No, no one knew nobody. except your wife. My wife knew.
1: Um, some of the managers knew because I would, you know, be at the doctor and um, like. Like, uh, my, one of my assistant managers mentioned before about my, uh, hospital b- bracelet mm-hmm. and, you know, I just kept it from them because I don't, I don't want to burden anybody. I am not the type of person that says, oh, you know, or you say, how you doing? Then I just fucking unload <laughs> the, the BS. I no, get it. I get it. Like, I don't need to load up, you know, your brain with my problems, you know what I'm saying? And I, I don't mind doing that for other people, but I don't like to do it to anybody, um, so I wouldn't tell them anything. And plus, I just wanted them to be secure in the, their job and their work. Yeah. And I didn't want them to worry about me. I wanted to deal with it on my own. It was some serious stuff. But I didn't just didn't want to burden anybody. And then I actually, when I had, I, I posted that picture, which sort of started, like, the release yeah. of information, uh-huh. the one where I'm kind of... In, the,
0: I, in, the, in the, robe. the robe. In the robe. In the robe. you could see <laughs> part of my ass. I did it
1: as a joke, really. And, and I didn't really realize what I was posting right and I thought it was a joke and I thought it was going to be like a, a funny moment and then I didn't realize that people were like hey uh, people actually you- care about you right. you know that. <laughs> well it's you know th- that's a realization during this process I'll be honest with you not that I didn't think that people care but we, we live kind of in a bubble. We do get a lot of criticism as chefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tough life. I mean, people are always critiquing you. You know, uh, plate by plate, it's not for like no reason. You sometimes re- you release an album or you release <laughs> something like an artist, and then you know they critique it. And then uh, you even you this p- interview, people are going to critique. Right. You know, no so reason. Every everything that you do gets critiqued. You get written up in the paper. it Gets critiqued. You you start a new dish. Gets critiqued. So you sort of like build a tough skin, and you don't really want to share. You don't want to like. Um, involve people you just it's enough already the public eye that you're Mm -hmm. in but um, you know I just felt like with that picture the response from that I realized like man people really do care it's not (laughs) just about the food like you're part of the community it's like a family it's a family and I really realized that and I was really humbled by that and I really sort of said you know what because we're already given to tons of charities we teach kindness to our kids Um, I'm, I'm my companies called Grateful Hospitality, Um, you know, we're grateful for everything that we have already before all this even started. And that's what sort of like guided me through this whole thing. It's like, I'm already blessed with a great life. I mean, these are sort of like, little hurdles that I have to go over, but they're little hurdles. Yeah, you know, big hurdles are, you know, my relationship with my kids and my wife, you know, and then outside of that, my business and outside of that, the community, you know, so, um, these were not really things that I felt like were walls or something that would stop me. And then the community showed me that they cared, and it sort of lifted me through the whole process. It was, it was pretty amazing. And brought
0: you here to the Sakai Kitchen pop-up. and That's right. So the menu, similar to, to the original, the OG, or your brain well, started turning, you wanted to do some crazy new stuff?
1: The original, when I opened in 2009, I wanted to do like legit Korean barbecue, uh, Korean fried chicken, um, and then just sort of bring the fusion elements that I was seeing in New York mm. from Momofuku, like the ribs and the boson yeah. and the stuff like that. So, I, you know, I, I went to Korea extensively. I, I trained over there in a, in a culinary school, too. Um, and I wanted to do, like, legit barbecue first. And But then I realized that I was a one-man show. <laughs> um, the... The staff that I had at that moment, you know, they didn't know. And uh, just staff, basically. The, yeah, they, they were staff, and a lot of those were from, like, fast food places like McDonald's or whatever. And there was, a, you know, a few pub guys that were really strong cooks. But what they knew about Korean food was zero. So it was really hard for me to prep everything to run the cashier, run the fry station, run the grill station, own the business, wash dishes, mop the floor. Well, man show. And then do kimchi you know and then do <laughs> so i had to find ways that i could go around the, the extensive prep it takes to make a korean barbecue and sort of i would say hack in a in the best sense hack the recipes up so i can deliver okay because we got super busy you know within the third month of business we were originally going out of business and then the first second month and then the third month we just exploded so now i've looked at the recipes and i've have the manpower i have the time to create legit real korean barbecue real uh korean fried chicken real korean dishes that i can put my fusion in and that's what we started here at the at the citadel so we're doing uh, korean barbecue and we have some here for you yeah um and korean fried chicken only here and then we're doing like because it's so trendy right now the uh katsu sando <laughs> uh, we're doing it with pork but it's obnoxious. It's like outside the bread. It's huge. It's insane. I've seen a picture of, of this thing. It's crazy. <laughs> it's huge. It tastes great. Um, and then we're doing some sides, and then we're doing some select items from Midtown that you could create, like the grilled chicken bowl. Okay. Um, you could have the Brussels sprouts, things like that. And then this will slowly convert. We'll, we'll do some classic stuff from Midtown. But I wanted, you know, it's the 10th year. We haven't really played with the menu for... About well. five or six years, so uh, we really wanted to, to get it.
0: So this is the pop-up, so Society Barbecue going to take over here eventually?
1: Yeah, I mean... I'm,
0: How about know. if it's so popular and you can't take it out? Well,
1: that's what I'm hoping. I mean, the owners are walking around here. <laughs> Just don't they say really, anything. <laughs> they really want the barbecue spot, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping that Sakaya can stay here. Uh, I really am. We're working on the barbecue. We have the barbecue pit. Um, being built right now. Okay, custom, uh, custom pit um, being built and by old hickory pits, and we're um, working on the recipes. We're smoking. We're testing, but I'm hoping sakai can stay here, and this will be a permanent location. So, right. if the so, if
0: Society doesn't go here, where is Society gonna go? Uh, we'll find a spot for Let's it. Find a spot. Yeah,
1: I'm hoping that there's a, there'll be a spot available that I can do here. This, this is still under construction. Mm-hmm. Um, the food hall is open, but I'm hoping that maybe there's something that could happen here.
0: Very nice. So your other properties, you have Black Brick, you have Bird and Bone. What's up with Bird and Bone? And it, what's going on over there?
1: Bird and Bone is good. Uh, we're just about to launch our spring menu. Um, it's rolling. I mean, the sales are great. People are loving it. The feedback is great. The fried chicken is still king. By
0: the way, you went to the Super Bowl to serve this fried chicken.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I wish I would have opened a bird and boat in Atlanta because these people <laughs> were going like bonkers. I mean, people are literally coming up saying, I've eaten fried chicken my whole life. I've never had it as good as this. And I would say, you know, maybe 20 people said that. Of the fifteen hundred people that were there, which is a tremendous bounce. That's crazy. It. That's amazing. Yeah, and marketing when you have that percentage of people. Yeah, hundred percent. And then the rest of them were just like, I can't believe it. A lot of head shaking, a lot of nodding, like when they're eating, or a lot of That's eyes what you blows. like to see. Yeah, you like to see that when you're watching somebody as a chef and they go, and a guest goes like that, or <laughs> they go like that if they go. Like that, you know. You know but they need a second kids. bite. They
0: can't yeah. do it off one bite. <laughs> so what about a bird and bone pop up somewhere, maybe in Atlanta or maybe like a fast casual bird and we bone. Do.
1: We have a we have a fast casual version of Bird and Bone in the works. It's called Farmhouse Rebels. So you're the first to Yes, to you time. hear
0: that. <laughs>
1: and um you know, we're gonna be kind of like the punks of farm to table. You know, we're like That's where the name comes, right? Right. You're the farmhouse rebels. Like we're yeah, we're buying from the farms, but who gives a fuck? <laughs> Everybody's buying from the fucking true, farm. True, okay? true, true. All right, you can buy from a, a commercial uh, farm, or you can buy from a small farm. <laughs> farm to table doesn't tell you where you're buying. You're from. right; It doesn't say
0: you got to buy from this specific farm.
1: But we're not gonna sit there and brag about it or be dainty about it. You know, we're gonna, you know, we're not gonna tweezer it up. We're gonna fucking <laughs> shove fried chicken in your mouth. And the and the burden bone fried chicken will be on that menu. It'll be. Uh, yeah, the Chef Hale's fried chicken, rather.
0: Dude, you're a machine. You're an animal. Like, all the surgery and you don't stop. Plus, you had the surgery and the Super Bowl was like a month after.
1: Yeah, we flew up. I was worried because I, mean, I have titanium plates in the back of my head. And I was like, when you get into a plane, I know it's pressurized, but does that, what, what yeah. happens? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, even sneezing. The first time I had a sneeze, I was like, Holding the back of my head as if I can (laughs) hold my skull together, making sure nothing comes out. And then, yeah, yeah, we did the Super Bowl. That was awesome. We, with my buddy Aaron May, invited me up there, and Guy Fieri and all the uh, Jamie Bissonette was all there, and uh, it was cool. It was great to uh, get with those guys, and we served about twelve or thirteen hundred pieces of fried chicken. Wow. For the players' tailgate party.
0: Were you like the only fried chicken at the tailgate, or there was others? No, I was the only fried chicken. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Well, Chef, it's also always fun catching up with you guys. Um, The Sakai Kitchen pop-up is here for now, Yeah, hopefully permanent at the Citadel. you got to come out. Menu item's not at the OG location. Right. You need to come out. So we're
1: we're pushing you a little bit. Come out.
0: When you come into the Citadel, just go straight to Sakai Kitchen, nothing else. Look look at this food.
1: This is the ribeye. We got pork, uh, tenderloin and uh, pork belly, which is great. I mean those ribeye is the is the best one. We got our chicken which, you know, in our Midtown location, this grilled chicken, but we changed up the recipe a little bit. Uh, we did a bagolgi marinade on it, which is awesome. And then we do shrimp. We also do a vegetarian or vegan version. We do bibimbap finally. People have been asking for nine years for bibimbap, <laughs> and we hadn't done You it give yet. it to them here. And we're giving it to them here, and then it's going to go back over to uh, Midtown. So we got a lot of good stuff, and then we have my beer here, comfortably numb.
0: Which is delicious. Um, so thank you. Has a little spicy that. kick little, on the back little, end. A
1: little, little, little hint, like a little prick mm-hmm. on the back Very nice. Yeah. So we have that, and we're here every day, Tuesday to Sunday.
0: And what's one thing you love about being here, Chef? Because like, I feel like we've <laughs> talked, and you were, you were iffy on the food hall thing.
1: Yeah, I was. Good. I didn't see really anything that excited me in a food hall that was really, they were all sort of like corporate. Um, they weren't funky. I mean, you know, Sakai opened in a desolate area that is 100%. now booming. <laughs> you know, Black Break, the same thing. When I opened in downtown, I was a pioneer there, but then it just didn't work out because mm-hmm. we were just so far ahead. R. P. Central Taco. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the food truck, the same thing. So I had that same feeling when i came here that it's a neighborhood that needs a food hall that mm-hmm. needs something like this um the owners here were just straight chill guys they were like we made a handshake deal here while i was getting my surgery he was like the space is yours don't even worry about because i backed out of this oh, okay i said I, I don't even know if i'm gonna be alive i don't want to be dramatic <laughs> but i mean I'm you're getting, so dramatic
0: i'm getting brain surgery
1: <laughs> and he was like nick the one of the owners here said no you're fine man space is yours take all the time you need i'm saying like if you need months take months whatever whatever you need to take so i thought man these are people that i need to be with these are not corporate people in the sense where they're just out for themselves they want everybody to win you know so he was good to his word he waited i did the surgery and then i said you know i felt bad and i said no you because know the barbecue was supposed to be in here the barbecue was supposed to be in here and i said you know what i have an idea i called him why don't i put sakai in there and uh, he was like, all right, let's do it. You know, let's do it. The space is yours. Let's do it. We need to have a lease. And I was already doing the block party. I hadn't even signed a lease here yet. Wow. So he was, you know, it was a great people, just a great group, um, young guys. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm here. And the energy here is awesome.
0: It's crazy. I've been here three times. Yeah, packed. it's, just, it's, it's, it's awesome.
1: It's just, it feels good here. Um, I love coming here. Not that I don't love going to my other places, (laughs) but this place doesn't even feel like I'm working in a sense. Okay. I come, I hang out, you know, I do some work with my guys, and then I, you know, I'm talking to other people. It reminds me of the old uh, food truck days, to be
0: honest. (laughs) Food truck days, yeah. Yeah. Well, Chef, tell people how they can follow you, all your other properties that they need to check out besides this one, but come to this one first. It's a list. I know, you got a laundry list. This is at Sakai
1: Kitchen, Uh, and then we have at Bird and Bone MIA for Miami MIA. Then we have at Midtown Chinese. And the most important one to me, at least, is at <laughs> Chef <Richard Rose.
0: laughs> Make sure you follow him, Chef. It's great to see Thank you. Man. Great, you're doing great. And um, many blessings, Chef. Now, you know the love that I have for the Hala guys is pretty awesome and you know they've been open in brickle for a couple months now so what are you waiting for you got to check them out they're open at the new 1010 brickle building on 10th you can enjoy that world famous chicken and beef euro platter or sandwich and you know the white sauce the red sauces both equally amazing and you need both on your plate for sure. It's all about the sauce for me. The more white sauce, the better. And a little kick of the red sauce. Because if you like spicy, you're gonna love the red sauce. It's gonna be your best friend, honestly. Um, you've seen your friends post about the halal guys, you've seen me post about the halal guys on Instagram. So now enjoy this deliciousness for yourself too. The halal guys in Brickle, now open at the new 1010. Brickle building on 10th, or you know what? Go to the OG location in South Miami, 5966 South Dixie Highway. Both great locations. The Brickle location is open late, so you know what that means. Go for lunch, dinner, or late night. And the OG location, South Miami, also open late. Not as late, but still open late. Make sure you check out the Hala guys. Go for lunch, dinner, late night, whatever it is. Tell them that me, the foodie sent you. You know, I love the hala guys, so trust me, I know you're gonna love it too. <laughs> has a new ready-to-bake flavor in stores right now. This new flavor is the Marshmallow Sugar Cookies. They're marshmallow cookie flavored uh, and they're filled with marshmallow bits. They come in a pack of 12 and you can get these right now at your favorite grocery store. Now this is a dream come true for many people including myself. You can now get Shake Shack to cater your event your wedding whatever it is now you're thinking i could i could do this ready but they took it up a level they released a food truck they created a food truck they launched a food truck get shake shack launched a food truck and they're available for you to rent at your events new york new jersey connecticut pennsylvania and atlanta sadly no miami but soon enough you can choose from all your favorites on the menu create your own custom menu shake shack has a food truck like i said and you can get it at your event right now Starburst Duels are officially in stores. If you haven't heard, the Starburst Duels are the new 2-in-1 flavors from Starburst. You can get half lemonade, half watermelon, or half blueberry, half lemonade. And you get a single pack for $0.99 cents or 14-ounce bags for $3.19. Target, you know, they waste no time in just putting that decor out and changing seasons, and they're ready for Easter. They've been ready for Easter, but they teamed up with M&M's, and they're launching a bag of white chocolate marshmallow m ms Unlike last year's flavor, which was hot cocoa m ms this new flavor has white chocolate, and it's a limited edition time flavor only available at Target. Sour Patch Kids is releasing marshmallows. Marshmallows seem to be the trend. Um, They come in red berry, lime, blue raspberry, and orange flavors coated in sour sugar. No word yet when they'll be released, but people have spotted them already at Walmart. First it was mayo ketchup. Now there's a whole list of other concoctions being released by Heinz. First up is the mayo must, which is a mix of mayonnaise and mustard. Could be good for for like a sandwich. Um, and then there's a mayo queue, which you guessed it, is a mix of barbecue sauce and mayo. Uh, Heinz has yet to confirm these new condiments, but they've been spotted in grocery stores and on Amazon. So uh, look out for official rollout and official dates coming soon. Sonic just announced the addition of two new menu items. The menu items are a brunch burger and a cherry limeade mimosa. The brunch burger comes sandwiched between a bakery soft brioche bun, topped with melted cheese, crispy bacon, and a fried to perfection egg. The cherry limeade is a classic. They just add a splash of orange juice. No real champagne in it. But hey, take it home and make your own limeade mimosa. Talenti has a new gelato layers collection, and they are amazing. Each pint has five distinct layers of gelato and mix-ins. Now, some of the flavors include a black raspberry vanilla parfait, which is a black raspberry gelato oak crisp, blueberry sauce, vanilla gelato, and more crunchy oats. Uh, There's also a vanilla fudge cookie, which is dark chocolate gelato, chocolate cookie pieces, hot fudge sundae, vanilla bean gelato, and a broken waffle cone. Other flavors include salted caramel truffle, chocolate cherry cheesecake, peanut butter vanilla fudge, dark chocolate cherry, and mint fudge cookie. And these are available in stores right now. And that's it. I think we've come to the end. I want to thank you all for listening and taking some time out. I want to thank Chef Richard Hales for inviting me out to the Sakai Kitchen pop-up inside the Citadel, which is Miami's newest food hall. you got to check it out. Other great restaurants here, but you got to come to Sakai Kitchen, the pop-up inside the Citadel. Let's hope. It stays permanent. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, you know the Citadel location of Sakai Kitchen has menu items not available at the Midtown location, which is the OG location. So make sure you check them out. Make sure to check out Chef Richard Hales. He's doing some great things here in Miami. Appreciate him, and he reps Miami to the fullest. Thank you for listening to this episode of WTF Wars Food presented by the hala Guys. Uh, You can subscribe and download this episode and many other podcasts, including this one, WTF Words Food. Make sure you save it, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, your favorite podcast app, this show is there for you. Of course, you can listen to full episodes on the website as well, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com, and make sure you follow me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at thefoodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. Lots of great content on there. Make sure you hit that follow button and a little like button. My name is Nick and always remember to hashtag never stop eating.